IV Pod. Welcome. This is the Illinois Valley Alternative Podcast. This is an Ivy Pod production. You can find us at ivypod.com. We are Ivy Pod on Facebook, Ivy Podcast on Twitter, and mail at ivypod is our email. Let's begin episode 64 of the Illinois Valley Alternative Podcast. Howdy, Clayton. Hi, John. What's up? Nothing. Nothing at all. Another episode. Kicking it out. Yeah. Episode 64. Boom. Getting it done. Sh- should be fun. We're going to try to keep our uh, eyes awake for this one. Not that people can see our eyes, but uh, we were up late last night. little shindig. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No guests this week. We're going to keep it simple. We're doing it old school style, right, John? That's right. We're just going to go loose and free and see where this yeah. thing takes us. Good good call. I, I, I think uh, we've got enough to talk about that will keep us occupied. Um, we, we do, do have our sponsor for the week, which is Kermarsic Law Office in Utica. Excited about that. <laughs> Yeah, uh, if you're if, always well, you know if you're ever in need of legal help, that's who we recommend you'd call. Uh, you know, he's someone that'll fight aggressively for you. Focuses on the quality of his work. He's um, you know he's someone you could trust, right, John? Darn right. Yeah, yeah, he's a former lead prosecutor. He's got years of experience that it will help use to guide you. Also, Doug is from the area and is someone that won't have trouble talking to you about critical issues in your life. Um, you can reach him. It's eight one five six six seven. 7100. Uh, you can visit his office in Utica or his website, KramarsikLaw.com. Thanks, Doug, for your support of the Illinois Valley Alternative Podcast. Yes, definitely. There we go. And I gotta ask, do you got Stitcher? I do. Because, yeah, <laughs> me too. And you know what? We're on it, so get it. Stitcher is an award-winning provider of news and talk radio for your mobile phone. Stitcher Smart Radio, the smarter way to listen to radio. And I've been hearing, actually, Clayton, uh, I saw something that a lot of the new cars are coming pre-built with Stitcher on them, or in them now. Yeah, so, we, we yeah, talked about that Stitcher, recently. Yeah, cool. Stitcher is doing well on um, getting themselves out there, and that, I'm, that's exciting to hear that, because that's been one of the holdups for podcasting, I think, is... You know, we can listen to a podcast on your iPod or your smartphone, no big deal. But, you know, your car, you have to either plug it in with some auxiliary port jack or you got to use one of those little radio broadcasters or Bluetooth or something. But there's not a direct way. So with these new cars that actually have, like, a player like that, I think that's that's fantastic. And that's going to take podcasting to probably a new level. I hope so. Altogether. I hope so, too. Yeah. Yeah, and we got some local music today uh, in a little bit when we go on our break. Uh, Thomas Smith, local musician, has got some music for us, so we'll be playing that in a bit. So thanks to him for letting us play some music of his. So where are we going to go first with this thing? Oh, I don't know, John. We we uh, 
I think one of the things that you were, you were always kind of searching around online for new uh, Illinois Valley related groups or, or anything, Stuff. any sort of web presence that's related to the Illinois Valley, and you you stumbled across a bunch of Illinois Valley related Facebook groups. Yeah, so Facebook groups, I was not as familiar with these. Uh, you know, we have a page for our podcast, and so I'm more familiar with that. Uh, and then you have your just regular profile. But groups, if you're not familiar with the Facebook group, is just anybody can put one together, and it can be either private or not private, uh, a public type thing where anybody can join. And it can be for anything. You know, it could be have a group for uh, people who collect baseball cards or what have you. And, yeah, uh, our senior class has got one. And that's we just got invited to that. And as a result, on the side, it had a lot of suggested groups. And I've just discovered all these different groups. Uh, I'll, I'll list off a few because if you use Facebook, I've checked these out. They're cool. Uh, there's Musicians of the Illinois Valley. So if you're a local musician, there's, it's a place for people to talk about events they're doing, places to play, or uh, who knows. You know, uh, Maybe if someone's looking to just jam out, looking for somebody to play with. There was that one. There was... Illinois Valley News and Gossip. Uh, let's see. Uh, you are from Ottawa, Illinois, if... And then they uh, they have a couple actually like that right. where they're very town-specific. Right. They might be a red... You might be a redneck kind of thing, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You grew up in LaSalle, Peru, Illinois, if you remember. Uh, there's an Illinois Valley favorite stops. I know I saw another one from Mendota, mm-hmm. very similar. But, yeah, there's... I, this was cool. I didn't know anything about these. And, and what I like about the groups on Facebook is Facebook, if anybody, if, if you're familiar with handling a page on Facebook, you know, Facebook does everything they can to get money. They're so driven to find any way to eke out any money, whether it's through advertising or just getting you to pay for uh, promoting whatever it is you do. So if you have a, like for us with our podcast, if we want to promote it and hit a lot of people, Facebook kind of puts us in a position where we need to spend some money, right? Uh, which we don't like to do. Right. Uh, but these groups, they're kind of, from what I've seen, they're free of that. There doesn't seem to be the Facebook influence where it's just, it's very free and you post something and it appears on the page and it doesn't get shuffled around, it doesn't get boosted with money. It, it seems to be kind of, uh, I don't know, it seems more like the way Facebook worked mm-hmm. when they first made it, right. which is what, so kind of a good discovery i don't know uh maybe i'm kind of late to the game on this but uh it's cool mm-hmm. so yeah yeah and let us know if you come come across any other groups that are you think we'd be interested in yeah and i posted a couple things for our podcast on some of those groups and one of the guys from the groups uh the illinois valley news and gossip he had mentioned uh, i think it was his name's jack uh he had mentioned that he listened to the episode and he liked the part about the beer and he wanted to know more information about this potential brew pub. Oh, so, yeah. uh, so I assure you, if you are listening, Jack, we are very interested in the subject. So we will find out what we can. Yeah. Obviously, if anybody knows or hears anything about that, let us know, too. Cause, uh, yes, we want to know. Yeah, big time. That's um, very, very, very curious to see what's going to happen there. That's actually how we uh, the group thing is how we got uh, our music this week. Because I put a message on there on the, one of the musicians' things, so awesome. Yeah, that's just a little thing about that. Uh, we have it here on our dock. We keep pushing it off, Clayton. Uh, maybe one of these days we're going to do it. But we've got a lot of stuff about sand mines mm-hmm. and and starved rock, and we've talked about it before. 
but it's we've never done like a really full in-depth discussion on it and we've been kind of pushing it off and eventually hopefully we'll do it because i think it's important to keep it you know a, a topic that we we don't forget about right because it's it's still going on it's not going to go away i right. think we'll uh as much as we'd like to get to it real soon i think it's it's going to be going on and on and on and on for a while so uh, you know it's just kind of getting rolling now so right uh, there's going to be a lot of new operations coming and going uh so yeah, we'll get to it at some point. I, I, you know, it, it should be interesting to see how everything shakes out there. You want right. to promote the business, but then again, we don't want to be harmed in the process as citizens either. So you got to do your due diligence as a, a resident of the county, and, and it's, it's interesting stuff. Absolutely. So I, I did some. Uh, it was a rainy day the other day, and was kind of going through a bunch of the News Tribune because uh, living in Peru, I get the News Tribune. And kind of a bunch of stories were jumping out at me. So thank you, News Tribune, for some of these stories we're going to talk about. Uh, first off, I had to mention that on their July 10th uh, sports section, right. right at the top, they had a big write-up on the Cedar Point Classic. Did you happen to see that, Clayton? I think I did, yeah. Yeah, Kim Shute, reporter, he wrote a story on this. And the other thing I had to point out, I, well, I thought it'd be worth mentioning this just because we did our podcast – a week before that, and so I think they're, you know, they must listen to Ivy Pod. Yeah, that's obvious. It's, it's obvious, right? It, it, I mean, I'm sure they didn't hold the story at all and wait until it got close to the event. They just no, didn't no, find no. out about it until they heard it on us, and they scrambled to try to get it, get a reporter out there and talk to Kevin as soon as possible. <laughs> that's what happened. Yeah, it had to be mm-hmm. what happened, right? Right. There's no way that they even knew about it. No. <laughs> Oh, it hasn't been going on for 20 years. No. 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 Well, yeah, that's interesting that you bring up the Cedar Point Classic. I, I hope everything worked out from them. I will hear more, I'm sure. I didn't get out there. No, me neither. And, and given the weather, Saturday and today Sunday, we even just had a storm roll through here this, you know, this evening. So. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, you know, over here in Ottawa. So it didn't, and some of the pictures that they posted on Facebook looked like they were trying to get real creative with keeping that field dry and right. lifting tarps and, and different equipment and fire. So I'm curious to know I, what I they didn't did. understand the fire thing. No, how that worked out. no, I, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't either. So, but we'll find out <laughs> because I want to know what they did. Like, ooh, you that sounds that could have been fun. Maybe <laughs> I don't know. It's like a lot of work from the pictures I saw. Right. I wondered if they yeah. had, they ended up having to switch it to a single elimination deal, or I'm just trying to fit it in without you know postponing or re rescheduling. So. That's right. always tricky when you're running an event to have a, a solid rain plan, and sometimes it's just not feasible. So hopefully, it, hopefully everything worked out for them. Absolutely, all for a good cause. Right. All right, I got one here that I thought was kind of cool. Uh, July 9th. This is good news. So people familiar with our podcast know that our second, well, our first episode ever which was actually our second episode, long story. Right. The first episode was so bad that we never actually released it. But the second episode was all about drinking in the Illinois Valley area and how we were trying to debunk the whole idea that it's not as bad as we may think it is. And there's a good, got some good news here. Apparently, over the last year or so, DUIs in the area is on the decline. 
Yes. So this is great. Mm-hmm. Good news. I think uh, I, I I don't have the story. I know I do have the story here in front of me. I think in the previous years it was yeah, Tom Collins wrote this article. Uh, in previous years it was about. I'm sorry here. I'm just searching through here. It was. I thought I read almost 800 DUIs in a year. And right now we're on pace to have like um, five fifty, fifty-seven, yeah, five fifty-ish. Yeah. So that's that's great. Right, it is. Oh, that's really good. Yeah, it, uh, with our busiest season, DUI season, I'm sure it's, it's kind of comes with the holidays, right? Absolutely. So yeah, that's what it said in the story. I think that this past Fourth of July weekend they only had like three, maybe or four, maybe five. Yeah. It was low. It was low for that particular weekend historically. Although they did credit, which this is the part that I thought was interesting, they did credit this year anyway. And it wasn't just this year. Last year was a decrease too. So there is a decent trend here. But this year, Mother Nature has been helping out because the Arctic winter, the severe cold temperatures we experienced this winter, they think makes sense. That helped out with people not driving around Mm -hmm. because nobody wanted to leave their house. Sure. Uh, And then also the... Fourth of July down at the river in Peru probably get that getting canceled probably helped out too. I agree. Yeah, that makes sense. So. And I uh, one of the, and they also mentioned in the article. So that's just weather related and just more circumstance. But the the new laws, I think the blow and go thing, the uh, having the machine put on your car's ignition, they have to blow into before you can start it, even with right. a single DUI. Um, and right. the just sheer cost of something like that, I think that put a lot of fear in those folks that maybe didn't think twice about having a, a handful of cold ones and trying to drive. And I, I think that actually did have a, a, a big time effect. I think so too. That's great. That's, it is, it's, it's a good stat to hear. There's no doubt about it. Well, there's all, you know, those blowing goes, there's a lot of people out there that think why just every car should have it all the time. You know, oh, wow. You, you know what I mean? Why not? Right. I mean, if you want to truly take it to an extreme, and well, if we're going to start taking things to an extreme, Clayton, in, I don't know, 15 years or so, we're not even going to have to drive well, our car. That's right. <laughs> so let's we're not gonna do have, the blow-and-go thing. Let's yeah, just, uh, we're all going to have Google cars that's right. that drive themselves. Or just teleportation. <laughs> I wish. Or pod technology, not yeah. IVPod technology. Teleport to, yeah, IVPod. You know, teleportation, that's a uh, – there's some weird ethics behind that. Yeah. <laughs> I know way too much about well, this. Well, you're into it. I mean, yeah. Do you know when when someone gets teleported, they uh, theoretically their entire body gets destroyed and then reproduced at a new location. So the person at the other end of the teleportation would actually not really be you. You would have died and you would have been copied and sent over. Ah. Theoretically, if teleportation was real, that's how how it would Is actually. That Star Trek theory. No, that's not Star Trek theory, although if you apply that theory to Star Trek, it makes things kind of weird. Right. Uh, it's a weird thought, and I'm going to stop talking. Okay. People are like, Where the hell is he going with this? <laughs> well, the ethics of teleportation. <laughs> Tell me more. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. No, uh, I think we actually, I think I've heard that before. We've talked about it in the past. So. Yeah, let's, <laughs> we can let that go. Uh, let, it, let it lay. Uh, we can get back on the DUI thing. Um, well, yeah, <laughs> I guess I, I don't have anything else to add, although we did mention fireworks, and I didn't really want to talk much about the fireworks. We've talked about the Peru fireworks enough. Yeah. People probably bored about talking about it, but I can't help it. You know, the last episode, we gave credit 
to Mr. Alderman Perez uh, because we gave him credit saying, oh, he raised this big stink all those previous years. And, and that's great because there's actually been some change for the better down there in the Peru fireworks. They've got different zones now. Right. They've got the non-alcohol zone and, and all that maybe stuff. Maybe not just Perez, but the city council in general. They, they kind of cleaned it up. They, they sort of had a nice compromise and said, okay, well, we'll do X, Y, and Z. And then they did it, and it actually kind of worked. And that, or that kind of work, it did work. It was a good job, and, and yeah. So, what, but from what, yeah, but unfortunately, from what I read, he's not done. Yeah, well, yeah, that's <laughs> where we were right. That right when we start to go, oh, all right, all right. I guess he sounds so bad now. He's he's at it again. Yeah, he's at it again. I guess now he wants the fireworks down at the river to be adult only and a family friendly adult firework at, at the Baker Lake area. Which I read that, and I'm like, Are you kidding me, dude? No, come on. No, I mean that I suppose it's feasible, and I don't know money-wise how that works out. I'm sure you could probably figure out a way to just divvy it out, but you still want to take your kids to the river for the fireworks. Yeah, you got to turn people away down there. I mean, and that's going to be the bigger, better show. So, you know, some cops going to follow you down. Hey, let me see that kid's ID. <laughs> no, hey, no one under, you know, no one under eighteen. Get that right. kid out of here! Yeah, people it's, sneaking in their kids. They're not going to be sneaking in booze. They're going to be sneaking in their kids. Right? Yeah, it's just not going to work. Put your kid it's in your just... backpack instead of your beers. Yeah, that's, <laughs> it's it's ridiculous. Well, yeah, no, I, I understand that kind of conceptually too, but you can't have both. And Peru does it its way. And if you if you want the more family friendly. I think a lot of people in the area understand that they can come over to Ottawa and, and, and do the fire sure. over here. Go to Hennepin. Yeah, go to Hennepin. I mean, there's, there's other communities that do it. Let Peru have the. This year I went tiles. to Yogi Bear for the fireworks. You did? In Amboy. Oh, really? We were at, we were at Jellystone. We camped that weekend. Oh, yeah. Uh, they had a great show. Oh, it was cool. good. I didn't, this was probably the first year where I didn't do any of it. Oh, no? Yeah, well, with a six month old baby, it's not like you can, she's not interested. <laughs> she's sleeping anyway, you know, at nine o'clock and right. it's too loud and she wouldn't have, she wouldn't have made it anyhow. So I, I just stayed home. It was nice. <laughs> We're getting <laughs> old, good. man. Yeah, you yeah. are. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> but yeah, I, I kind of, the, the conversation with Rodney Perez and can give him credit, but the council in general, I'm sure there's people in town that are like, oh, why don't you just just let it go? Like, yeah, right. God, quit now, oh, man. man. But that's not, yeah, not, not what you do. Yeah, I keep pushing. <laughs> so now now that we haven't talked about the fireworks because we didn't really want to, is there anything else? Yeah, I'm sorry, everybody. I didn't want to do that, but we did anyway. Well, what else we got? Well, yeah, we're buzzing through this stuff pretty quick, aren't we? Yeah, it's a- Before we take our break, yeah, we can hit up on another story. Oh, I got one here. I got one here. Yeah. Clayton. Do you have $27 million stashed in an air conditioner vent? No. I wouldn't be talking to you right now if I did. Darn. Well, at well, least this way. Yeah. We'd be in our studio. Yeah, we're a real studio, yeah. <laughs> well, if, if anybody out there has $27 million stashed away, Grand Bear Lodge in Utica, they'd like to have it. They are looking to expand and become bigger and better. They want to build an outdoor water park to accompany their indoor water park. So good for them. Hey, expansion that helps with tourism. It's it's great. Right. This is this is this is good to, news to hear because I know they were having financial troubles before. Right. So it's good to hear they're trying to expand now. That was the first thing that I thought of was, wait a minute, you weren't even you're having trouble paying your tax bill, and now you want more money to 
build. Make it bigger. Yeah, I don't understand. But yeah, there's that. I don't know. I I, I agree. Yeah, there's a weirdness to that, but at the same time, it's a draw for the area. So right, that money trouble probably goes back five years. I want to say so. So They probably had enough time to get their stuff together. But yeah, I I think so. I hope so. Yeah, I've been there for a few different things. Um, weddings and um did a trivia night there and it's pretty nice i mean i haven't i've never gone to the water park uh have you well no and and um, if you read this thing i wrote in our doc it's you know i don't want to piss anybody off but like i think this place is great i think it's great for the area it's tourism draw it brings in non-locals and that's where the problem i have with it i think it's they don't do anything really for locals you know i mean i i really wish they had a a program or something to to bring in local people maybe some kind of discounted program that where you don't have to stay the night to use their water park area because it's not cheap it's an expensive place to go and for me to go there and spend that kind of money to sleep overnight and just to use their water parks it's just too much money right and i'm not going to do it and yeah i just i just wish they had something that was an incentive to bring in some locals because i know that from from work and my my uh, regular work life, you know, and times when there's when you're it's like a down season, you know, any kind of cash flow is good. So I mean, I gotta think they've got their certain times of the year where there's their attendance is down, and I would just think that they could during those periods maybe get some flow of you know just by trying to bring in the locals yeah. a little bit. Uh, so I this is my own. Maybe, frustration. I wonder if they do actually have that, which just aren't aware of it. I don't, I don't think so, but if someone out there knows that they do, let me know. Sure. But I've I've checked and I don't think I, so. I, I'm kind of with you, John. I, and it is important to bring in people from outside the area. That's how you get those multiplier effects and the outside money coming in, and, and it benefits the community because you bring money from outside in, and then it gets spent and respent in the area, and, and you end up net gain. And then you have a nicer community. Um, right. Kind of like the opposite of like what a casino would do, where the money comes, even if it comes from outside the area, it just gets siphoned right out of the community, typically. And then a lot of times with the casino, and I don't know why I'm going down this road, but sometimes with the casinos, people, local people end up coming there and wasting money and getting and that cash gets siphoned out of the area. And then the ultimately right. it's a drain on the community. This is a, a big positive, especially with the right. pillow tax. So. Good stuff, but yeah, well, I'll be curious. It's a lot of money for something like that, and it can. And they hadn't done enough trouble with uh, when they first got started. So I hope if they do expand, they do it right. Yes, I hope so. I hope so. I wish them luck, mm-hmm. indeed. Well, uh, you know, Clayton, uh, let's add, let's take a quick break. Sounds How good. How about that? Before we come back and do our well, the rest of the show. Yeah. So. And so, yeah, everybody, I mentioned it before, but again, thanks to Thomas Smith, local Illinois Valley musician. He's got some music here for us, so Thanks. check it out. And if you, if you like it, his links to his music will be in the show notes and on our website and everywhere. Yeah, and so, yeah. then you'll, you can link it and get it yourself. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, here it comes. Thank you. 
Okay, we're back. Hi, Hi John. <laughs> sometimes sometimes well, I thank- like dramatic pauses. I wasn't sure if you were going to talk or not. I was like, well, I better give him a minute to make sure he's not going to say anything. Yes, sorry, sorry. Well, thanks again, Thomas. Thomas Smith. Tom. Tommy Boy. Tom Smith. I don't know how he goes, so sorry. But yes, thanks for that music. That was cool. Yeah, very cool. Groovy, groovy stuff. Um, Well, Clayton, at the beginning of the show, you were talking about the Kramarsic Law Office. What we didn't mention before was that we both went, or we've known Doug a long time. We can say with complete sincerity that if we need any legal help whatsoever, Doug would be the guy we would call. So Clayton and I, with our shady business, making meth, and you know, and and and, and no, Breaking I'm Bad. I'm not gonna go. I know I'm in the middle of Breaking Bad right now. I'm just in season two. We're not so making meth. Like, I'm not. No, we're not making meth. I just that show was so good. So anyway, forget what I just said. Called yeah. <laughs> Doug was the top of his class before fi- founding his firm. He was a LaSalle County Assistant State's Attorney, prosecuting criminal cases, advising police officers and state troopers. And he later became the lead DUI traffic prosecutor for the entire LaSalle County area. Um, Is that why the DUIs are down? Because he switched teams. It must be. <laughs> he used to be on the prosecution side, yeah, all these guys, and now he's on the other side, getting him out of it. I yeah. know that's not his, his necessarily his point. No. <laughs> Go ahead, um, carry on, Jeff. <laughs> yes. So uh, he'll handle all sorts of stuff. He does. Let's see, DUI, traffic law, criminal and uh, criminal defense, traffic accident compensation, driver's license reinstatement, sealing, and expungement. Uh, com. His number is 815-667-7100. And tell him that IvyPod, you you heard about him on IvyPod, and you'll get a first, you'll get a free initial consultation. So, uh, yeah, give him a call. We thank Doug for his support of the Ivy Alternative Podcast. You know, we've we've hit on some local topics. Uh, How about we expand a little bit? Uh, I know I've, as a sports fan, if you're not a sports fan, you can hit the 30-second skip button and move on to our next subject. But if you like sports, you know, there's been some exciting stuff going on right now. The Blackhawks re-signed Kane and Taves for another eight years. That's awesome. Cool. It's so cool that the way they do that with matching the same contracts. Yeah. I like that. that It's great. They came in together, and they're sticking in there together. I love it. Yeah. And they're both cool with it. and. I like that. Yeah, they seem to be very cool. Yeah, they just, I, I, the, everything about that story with them two staying there is, is exciting. And they're going to be on the same team together for what? I think it's like 14, 15 years. Mm-hmm. They, that, they, that doesn't happen too often no, anymore. Not at all. So no. it's great. Yeah, so the other news, I mean, all the, the basketball stuff going on, the Bulls and, and the Cavaliers and LeBron James going back to the Cavs from the Heat. Right. But the Bulls signed uh, Pau Gasol, who John thought was. Manu Jim- yeah, you, Manu yeah. last night we're at this party and yeah, Clayton tells me the big news about Paul Gasol and for whatever reason my brain switched that European. He's European. He's yeah, from Spanish. I where's think. he? Spanish. For whatever reason, I switched him in my brain with Manu Ginobili. Yeah. I don't know why, but I did. And so uh, you're telling me this big news, and I'm like, uh, okay. 
doesn't he get hurt a lot? Just, <laughs> he I wasn't all that excited. Doesn't really play that much. I don't get. The, mean, he's great. I don't get the. But, ex- yeah. That's the big news here. And then, yeah, uh, then the next day, of course, I look at the news like, oh, yeah, that's good. That other guy. Who's, that other guy. It's a good shooter. Yeah, he's old, but who knows what it'll be like. But yeah, so that's cool. It's an exciting, kind of new face on the the Bulls going going next. I mean, one of the other funny things that fall out from this was uh, uh the Heat signed Luol Deng. Oh, did they? Yeah. Oh, so I didn't he know went that. From the, the Bulls to the Cavs, you know, he's traded the Cavaliers last season, and then now he's, yeah. he's signed with the Heat and LeBron checking around. Yeah, he got a pretty – he actually – what's funny is the Bulls offered him like a three-year deal with for pretty good money, and he, he signed for less for only two years with the Heat. So I wonder why. Well, I, I don't – Spiteful? Spiteful no, that they let him maybe go? maybe he just didn't play that well on the, the – and maybe there's something going on. I know – I, I don't know. I didn't – I don't want to spend too much time, more time going on it, but yeah, I'm not sure what's going on. It's just, he could have been paid more on a better team if he just stayed with the Bulls. Yeah. But he wanted oh. to, he didn't want to sign that deal, so they traded him. Well, it doesn't look like I'm expecting that Carmelo thing, especially That's now done, during I think. this he's already, That's done. Yeah, he's already. He's went back to the Knicks. Yep, staying with the Knicks. Good. Yeah. He's, he's a chucker. I hate that guy, so. <laughs> I don't hate him. Okay. I just don't think he's very good. Yeah. I, my. I wouldn't From want him on my fantasy basketball. team, so I certainly He was okay. Yeah. yeah, he was decent. Oh, he had a really good year last year, so I'll give him that. But uh, of course, contract year. Did you did you uh, make the playoffs something. with him on your team? With him? Yeah. I don't remember. Probably not then. Huh? <laughs> Probably not. Yeah. I think I. Yeah, I don't. I, can't, I, I don't know. <laughs> All right. But who knows? But. Uh, the, Oh, we're going to bore people with our sports Yeah, talk. we don't normally ever do that, but if we we uh, we talked about it. And we're like, yeah, that's kind of crazy the way everything uh, is going. Just that I haven't seen, like, the LeBron thing to me was just uh, the way everybody's just on Twitter, just at the, you know, the, the edge of their seats waiting for this guy to just make a decision. And every little thing they do is, like, looked into and analyzed, and it's just really crazy. And it, I was surprised he went back, to be honest with you. The way that they treated him after they le- after he left, yeah, they, they were like, hey, they, they, I wouldn't want to go back. Did he put up the the Dan Gilbert, the you know, owner, put up the letter, of basically calling him a traitor? Like they yeah, had it on their website just, forever. Ah, I know. It's like I don't. I'm surprised. I was just surprised. Yeah, I'm surprised he wanted to go back to that. He but should whatever. get like the city should literally like write him a fifty million dollar check like every year, <laughs> just because he's making them so much money. Just, just by showing up. I mean, just it's purely. I mean, the amount uh, they they've already sold out of season tickets. Just the team, sure. but the city itself benefits immensely. I mean, it's incredible. The number of reporters, the extra. I mean, just everything about it is. I mean, it's better than Grand Bear Lodge in terms of draws. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Oh, you, you think? You know what I mean? Though, just like yeah, the amount oh, yeah. of like, One generated cash. He's, I mean, he could single-handedly. Have like a significant impact on the city. Just and all he does is play basketball. It's just remarkable, and and, and he will. Like I mean, heck, he'll probably help the the. He'll start playing for the Browns too with Johnny Manziel. Oh, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Be a tight end. He could do it. He's a super athlete. I don't know. We'll see, right? <laughs> yes, we will see. I don't know. I. I... I don't see how they can win a championship even with him, but hey, who knows? Well, yeah, He's... they're going to have a little bit of time to put it together. So, yeah, but yes, go Bulls, Bulls, the Bulls, yeah. the Bulls. 
up all and before we know it, it'll be the Bears too, because it's yeah, I can't wait. Training camp starts in like a week. One month yeah. for our first preseason game. It's exciting. I can't wait. Yeah. I didn't know if I wanted to talk about this, but uh, probably piss somebody off here in the listening audience. But uh, I had <laughs> I was at an I was at an unnamed we'll just say an unnamed restaurant here in the Illinois Valley. Because okay. uh, as you've seen, uh, and this is probably a podcast in itself uh, to talk about the the influx of all these uh, slot machines. Or did we already talk about this? The we video gaming. Yeah, the video gaming, the 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 pot, the slot machines that are legal, you know, legal slot machines that are going up everywhere. Literally, uh, you may have seen. No, really, they are. And I remember at first there was like a few, nah. but now they're just they're all over the place. Every restaurant, and so this is if you're not familiar, it was like I think it was about what two years ago that the state said it was uh, illegal now for to have these machines and and bars and and because before that. Uh, it was not, you know, legal. Right. They'd have a blackjack machine in the corner and they'd, everybody would pretend like it didn't pay. It was for entertainment purposes only. But now they're actually legit and the state's getting their skim. So it's right. cool because the state's like, well, that's a, we're in on it. So it's fine. We're going to, we're going to get our little bit off the top. So, but yeah, so you're, you're at Care, carry on. Oh, I was, <laughs> so I was at an unnamed, uh, restaurant here in the, in the area and, I my my was with my parents and we went out to eat and the kids were with me and they they uh, they saw the back room of this particular restaurant and all the flashing lights and all that all that and uh, they ran over and wanted to play the game and we may or may not have put a dollar in the machine and allowed them to press the button. That's a legal yeah. job. Uh, not going to say it happened. Just hypothetically speaking, right? My kids may have had their first experience with illegal gambling. Was it a slot? Or was it wasn't like one of the video poker? Yeah, it was a slot yeah. video. Just a, yeah, it was a slot machine. <laughs> but it was they were really excited. Hypothetically, they were ecstatic. And I am assuming they hit the jackpot, and then you guys no, 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 they didn't. Okay, so, no, we put in a dollar, and then they cashed out. Uh, one of them cashed out a nickel, and the other one cashed out a quarter, and the machine actually gave them a quarter and a nickel, hypothetically. Yeah. Uh, so they were really excited that this machine gave them uh, a coin. Right. Even though <laughs> they, they put a dollar in. Well, that didn't matter. Right. They didn't see that part. Right. They just like, this machine just gave me this piece of paper. Then I put this paper over here, and it gave me a nickel. Wow. Oh, yeah. Well, they, they got to watch. I, I think it's the movie Coming to America where they're trying to raise money. They're at the... Uh, the Bible thing, and they're passing the hat around to collect money. And the guy's like, we, we'll take the money that jingles, but we'd have rather have the money that crinkles. There's <laughs> something, yeah. something about money folding. And I could be, That's a great movie. Yeah, it is. <laughs> great movie. So, yeah, I had to share that because, uh, I don't know, it was funny. It was fun. Uh, I'll blame my dad. There, he that's actually fair. Instituted. He's not going to hear this, is he? No, he's not going to listen, so it's it's his fault. Yeah, and this is all hypothetical. It really is just a you know, it could have been a dream. Have you have you played them otherwise, other than when you hypothetically let your kids do it? <laughs> no, me neither. I went to the, we went to the boat one time. My wife and I just for uh, something to do. We went down to Peoria or somewhere. We went to one of those boats, the shady old boats. Yeah, that one's especially uh, shady. 
Yeah, it was kind of it was fun, but uh, yeah, a little shady. But uh, aside from that, no, I I don't yeah, really either. play those. There's a special like lounge in Ottawa that's basically just dedicated to to, to the video gaming. Really? Yeah. Hmm. The other thing is like all the nonprofits, they're big on it. So you're like Elks and VFWs and Knights of Columbus's and sure. all of these halls, they all have them. And those are the places where they could legally gamble in before, uh, you know, because they're nonprofits, usually raising money to help support the whatever their cause is, whatever their mission is. So well, it's kind of funny that they're 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 right there with them. Yeah, and hopefully maybe that the state's making enough money off of it where they'll actually put the income tax back down to where it's supposed to be, which I have a feeling they won't. If you yeah. remember that, it was supposed to only be a temporary raise, and but. The state's so dysfunctional; they they won't even they won't figure out a way to, to turn it back. But I hope they do. Do you remember that? Yeah. We we had to have talked about that on the show. I think it sounds familiar. And I remember at but... the time I was like, once they raise it, they're never going to make it go down. Like so, you can just kiss that goodbye. <laughs> and it's turning out it's probably going to be true. Like, well, yeah, we're yeah. not going to. We can't. We can't afford to lower it now. It's like, what do you mean? You didn't? Didn't you have a plan? So it's funny to me. <laughs> All right, John. Hey, I got um, well, um, one more. Or, well, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I, oh, no, no. I was going to say let's jump into the uh, podcast, but uh, if you got something else, um, take it away. Well, I didn't, know. I didn't know if we were going to revisit the tweets, but I felt like that was seeing as how we just kind of came off a of sports jag. The the District 20 oh, we had a tweet League of the week. baseball tournament was this weekend, and Peru defeated Streeter 11-10. to and they are the district 20 champion so they'll uh they will they'll continue on and play and i believe like the big i think they call it the big league team also i don't know what age it is but there's there's like a district 20 all-star team that goes and plays against the other areas they, okay. they won as well but i think it's comprised of just other like just kids from all across District 20, not just Peru or LaSalle or Willsby or anything like that. So yeah, I, I, it sounded like the game was pretty awesome. Like Streeter went up like eight, eight to three or something. And then, uh, LaSalle Peru came back and, and then it, it, there must be one kid who was real good because he hit two home runs in this game. He hit a grand slam in the sixth inning and to go up 11 to 10. And then they were able to hold their lead in the, in the bottom of the sixth. So pretty nice. sweet. So that was actually the tweet of the yeah, week. Yeah. Did you read the tweet from Jared yep. Bell at nt underscore sports Jared? Mm-hmm. And it's uh, Ben Burnaby was the name of the kid that hit the grand slam, uh, second home run of the game, uh, eleven to ten. Nice. Yeah, really cool. And the the other guys were the, I think I think they call it the big league, and and they're going to Michigan, so that's District Twenty, and I think it's like kind of a comprised of all uh, uh, kids from all across uh, the. Uh, that district that are going to so yeah that's this time of year the illinois valley always represents with one of her like real good baseball teams so i'm always happy to see that's for sure like what is it streeter not too long ago was in the little league world series right that sounds right no did they wow yeah that was last year wasn't it may have been so either way i mean they that was do just awesome so (laughs) yes yeah so i guess that's our okay of the week Jared Bell, winner. We see we're we're still hanging on. At least we have at least one. We got to have something. Mm-hmm. Keep it alive. We're trying to keep it alive. Okay. Well, let's jump in. Since you did that, the only thing else to cover this week is podcasts. What we've been listening to. 
you know, I've talked about it before, you know, Scott Johnson, his Frog Pants Network, every year, and I'm so jealous of this whole concept of what they've actually done. You know, they, they've been so successful with all their shows. They have this thing called the Nerdtacular event. It's in Colorado, and they have a big thing. Everybody who podcasts in their network comes to this event, and fans come, and they do live recordings, and they have all sorts of games, and just a, it's a like a two or two day event. It's just it looks like a really good time, especially you know if you listen to those shows. And they did a couple live recordings that I've listened to. Uh, one was Tom Merritt, uh, his daily tech news show, or yeah, daily tech news. Um, that was a good one. I can't think of any other ones. I've, I know I listened to a couple other ones, but uh, yeah, I've mentioned them before. So what else do I have? Alfred Molina on The Nerdist. That was a good one. I wasn't familiar with who that was initially, and I decided to listen to it. This is the guy who, if you're familiar with the movie uh, Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark, if you're not familiar with that, you need to watch that movie because it's a classic. Uh, and he was the guy at the beginning who's like, give me the give me the idol and I'll give you the whip. I Remember that never part? I've never seen it. Oh, what? Come <laughs> no, on. I'm not. I'm not even kidding. I've never seen any any of the Indiana Jones movies. Remember, oh, John? Geez, I'm like... the guy that when we were in high school, we went, or maybe even at IV, we went and I saw the Star Wars movies for the first time when they brought them back to theater. Oh, so yeah. So I didn't. I didn't yeah. do Indiana Jones. I, I mean, I, well, this I guy, do, this guy has been it. in a lot of things. You definitely recognize sure. him. I think more recently he was in the Spider-Man Two. He was Doc Ock. Okay. Uh, in that, but, uh, and he was on Law and Order. Uh, everybody's on Law and Order. Uh, yeah, everybody's on Law and Order. But the funny thing about this dude is, you see him, and he plays, like, all sorts of different roles. He'll play a Mexican guy, he'll play a Spanish guy, he'll play, uh, uh, just an American guy, he'll play all these different types of parts. And he's a Brit. He's a British oh, dude. This thick British accent. Funny. He's like, it's kind of funny. So it was, it was, it was a good interview. He seems like a really, really nice guy. Plays into, we've had this discussion before. Sometimes, when it comes to shows like interview shows like The Nerdist or Marin's a really good example, uh, WTF with Mark Marin. If you haven't heard of them, sometimes those are the best episodes. Sure. Like bar none. Sure. Like that's the best one. You're, and you're like, wow, I'm glad I listened to that because you always want to go to the ones that you gravitate to the ones of people you've heard of because there's familiarity there. But yeah, this was, and then you realize, oh, I do know who that is. And, and, and then you're <laughs> like, oh, wow, okay, he's an interesting fella. Now that kind of thing. So that's cool. Good stuff. The only other one I had uh, podcast-wise would be uh, I've been listening to the podcast form of the Boris and Bernstein show, uh, just because, as we mentioned before, with all the uh, you know, all the right. basketball talk, uh, there's and the, there's been a lot of good sports talk lately, mm-hmm. uh, and they they Boris and Bernstein are always pretty funny when I talk about it. Um, they're pretty hard on Derrick Rose, which for good reason. He's he does a lot of things wrong. Yeah, he's got uh, the bad. He's got a bad entourage around him. He really does. Uh, so that's been good to listen to their take on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the Cubs stuff too, with all the with the renovations they're mm-hmm. trying to do. That's been pretty fun to listen to their take on that. And the people who call absolutely, in, they're you know, great. Oh, you can't touch the field. It'll be different. Right. It's been that way forever. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't matter right. if the roof's caving in. Uh, and right. All, they keep those know. nets up there. It'll be cool. They'll, it'll get, the it'll catch up. all the falling concrete. Uh, yeah, right. Which I, I, I don't know if those are. They're probably still there. We'll see in a couple of weeks, right? 
Yeah, I hope so. Uh, they they called up one of their young guys this week too. So uh, Arizmendi Alcantara is doing really well. So that's all. I'm pretty excited about the Cubs too. Nice. Since I'll give them, we did some sports talk, might as well do some Cubs love. So yes, yes. Oh, and I have to mention, as we've been recording, we got a live tweet from at Revlo underscore ND. Super uh, fan. Super fan saying. IvyPod64 about damn time. Hashtag rage, rage quit. And then he wrote a second one that said, hashtag IvyPod64. I mean, yay, I can't wait. Hashtag, I didn't mean it. I still love you. <laughs> That's funny. Is, there, is that rage quit? Is that like when you get pissed and chuck your controller and just shut it off immediately? I, yeah, and I there. think it is. That's how I take yeah. that. Uh, yeah, and speaking of, yeah. That's Revlo. He's the Reverend. Uh, he's the host of uh, the Nerdy Directive or the Revcast. Get get going, dude! If you're listening to the show, you haven't released a show in how long? What are you right, doing? Get moving. Yeah, same with the Quest guys. You know, Quest update. Get recording, people. Let's go. Right. You're slacking. You're gonna make me throw my Nintendo controller at the machine and turn it off. That's how you knew you were a skilled <laughs> rage quitter. Yeah, <laughs> if you're playing you against someone and you get pissed, chuck the controller, but make sure you hit that power button. And you can claim <laughs> it was an accident and not have to finish the game. There you go. I, I, I don't know if I've ever told this story to you, John, even. I remember we used to play lots of darts when I was in college, and we had you know the board set up in our apartment. It was just one of the cheap electronic boards, you know. And I had a roommate that would throw at the power button when he was losing <laughs> and that's so funny because the power button's just maybe uh maybe a centimeter and a half wide, you know? And if you can oh, if you, if you hit, hit it that. and it's like if you're hitting the damn power button, you should probably start throwing at twenties and nineteens and bullseyes, you know, like what the heck's yeah. going on? <laughs> that's the same as a rage quit, but just more like subtle, passive aggressive way. Like, oh it was an accident. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Nice. I got a podcast for you. Just one that I've been listening to for a long time is the NPR Planet Money show. I I recommend it. They're good 20, 25-minute shows. Um, This is for episode number 550, When Salaries Aren't Secret. Um, A really interesting take on the kind of the current system where everybody's really secretive about what they pay people and companies that would would prefer that you never discuss what you make with your coworkers um, and how that sort of model is maybe not as good as it could be or should be. And the idea that they actually there's companies that have tried just putting everybody's salary out there for everybody to see. So if you work at this company, you can just look up what, you know, Billy in accounting makes and, and Sally and, you know, in human resources makes, you know what I mean? And, and, and it's kind of a, the, the paradigm. It's really kind of neat. And what it actually kind of turns out is most people kind of like the idea at the surface, but it, it makes negotiating a lot easier for everyone. Salaries kind of level out or people start to make – you just don't have the inequality in it. And and after – at a certain point, people just – they don't even care anymore. The fact that they can even look hmm. up what some people make there, they don't even, even bother to look. It just becomes a yeah. non-issue. And, it, and people, instead of getting hung up on what everybody's making, it just sort of becomes a secondary issue. And it's really, kind of really neat insight into that uh, concept. It's pretty cool stuff. Cool. Mm-hmm. I've got a lot of driving to do this week so for work, so I'm going to check that mm-hmm. one out. Yeah, there's a bunch of – there's a handful of uh, 
playing at monies lately that were good. Uh, they they reared. Hey, we, I brought up Eddie Murphy earlier, right? With the Coming to America, um, they yeah. reaired episode five or episode four seventy one, and it was talking about the movie Trading Places, and and is it actually like that on the trading you know the trading room floor for oh, commodities okay. exchanges like they have in Chicago? Yeah, and yeah, that was a good one too. You'd like that. You're probably have you seen that movie? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's been a while, but yes. I haven't seen Indiana yes. Jones, but I've seen Trading Places, so I, I don't know. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> I, I mean, it's not okay. Yeah, but I really should be okay rectify that. It's an unfortunate situation <laughs> for me. Well, uh, yeah, I guess that's about a show, Clayton. It's a short one this week, but that's yeah. okay. Unless you got anything else to add. I don't, I don't think I do. Um, yeah, I got nothing. Yeah, enjoy. Uh, we got the... Uh, we're already in the middle of July. Okay, yeah, it's crazy. We're just talking about like football season's right around the corner. Uh, looks like it's going to be a nice weather week this week. Cool again. It's a weird weather, and I don't know if there's any other news or anything going on. Anything to look out for this week? No. Oh, uh, the only thing I could say. Well, we're recording this show on the 13th of July, and I walk out of my house because I live in Peru, and I could hear the music thumping tonight. It was the first of the Legrado concerts. Oh, concerts for the cause. country one. Glad. I hope they had a good crowd. Yeah, yeah it's where the, the dog days of summer, I guess you'd say, right? Uh, yeah, it's not that bad, though. No, it's not even hot. The weather <laughs> just, just been crazy. Yeah, it's going to be fucking Not complaining. in the 70s hey. this week, so yeah, I feel bad for all those pool owners, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. IvyPod.com, of course, is the gateway to all things IvyPod. We recommend going that way if, to find our Facebook. From there, you go to the bottom of the page, and you can find our Facebook, Twitter, and Google Plus, and all that stuff. So, yeah, go there and use Stitcher. It's a great tool. And hey, give us a little thumbs up when you listen to our show on Stitcher. That always helps. We appreciate that. Or if you do use iTunes. A five-star rating is always appreciated as well, the rating. It may seem like a silly thing to do, but it goes a long way, so we appreciate that. Oh, and hey, if you're out there and you listen to the show and you you uh, have a business or something, we're looking for sponsors, and we might be raising our rates soon, so jump on board and lock in the cheap, dirt-cheap rates mm-hmm. for advertising. Uh, just go to our website for that, and you'll find it. So, uh, yeah, that's all I got. That's it. I'm done, too. Okay. folks. Yep. See ya. Theoretically, their entire body gets destroyed and then reproduced at a new location. Dude, he's he's a chucker. I hate that guy, so... (laughs)